0: We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing from black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in New York City. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all he's running down the middle by the 50 he's at the 30 he's
1: bare chested and banging his chest now he runs the opposite way he runs at the 50 he runs at the 40 the guy is drunk but there he goes
0: welcome to debates on tap presents football the show why do you even ponder passing i mean you can take a knee and try a
1: 56 yard field goal this is not detroit man this is the super bowl i mean sam darnold needs five downs to get a first down oh my goodness Fair season's going to end on a double doink.
0: Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team.
1: Oh, Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. I drove by a child on a leash today, which, A, I support that. Yeah, get all sure. your kids on leashes. Sure. They, you want to run out into the road, yeah. Well, I'll maybe get them <laughs> off leashes. <laughs> Two, I think we should wrap up all the Houston Texans management, GM, oh, all of them, God. and give Deshaun the handle of that leash
0: so he can lead them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't. And you would think it would have gotten better as soon as they got rid of Bill O'Brien, Mr. Bob himself. But after the whole thing where Sean Watson was very upset that they didn't interview the guys you know, he was telling them and the other players in the league were telling him to interview and finally, the news came out today that the Houston Texans reached out to Eric Bieniemy, one of the guys I think that was very high on Sean Watson's list, but it was rejected because of anti-tampering because they're in the middle of the playoffs. Yep. And you cannot interview him until the playoffs are over. They had their shot and they were like, no, nah, we're not going to interview him. And then on Twitter today, uh, Andre Johnson, who is a former well-known uh, wide receiver for the Texans. One of the best to play the game, I think. Has not tweeted since 2019, for an ad for Crown Royal, okay. came out of his tweeting dungeon and tweeted that the Texans were a mismanaged, terrible place to be. He hated playing for them uh, and that Deshaun Watson should look out for his and stand his ground. Uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins, who yeah. was traded away in a insane trade by Bill O'Brien, uh, quote tweeted that and basically agreed with him. Great. So... Boy. <laughs> how much how much more clout
1: do you need on Twitter to denounce somebody? And My if you're gosh. wondering why we are talking about the NFL, that's because this is the NFL show. I'm oh. Brian. I'm Brendan. We are without Pork Cheek, but you can hear his sultry tones every Monday. That's
0: right. Sir. Tune into
1: Debates on Tapper and another thing, and you will hear those, those laughs and chuckles and... and
0: hardy and Hardy-har and yuck-yucks. And Giggle-giggle, fart-fart, I guess. But not here. No jokes here. No, we don't do that here. No, we sir. Don't, we don't do bits. We don't do stuff we don't do anything we have too many playoffs to talk about yeah boy howdy there's a lot of shit that happened this weekend nah. if i can i be real with you some of that was some of it was kind of boring there was a couple games that were very boring there's a couple of games that i think are very interesting to talk about because of the teams that came that went forward um that i think a lot of fascinating things happened this weekend nothing that i think really screams the Chiefs should be worried about this you know what i mean no Um, as well as I I don't think Green Bay should be worried about this. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of interesting things that happened that I think really separated truly. If both Green Bay and Kansas City are playing at their best, I I don't think anything that was shown this weekend can show that yes, there's a reason why Green Bay and Kansas City are the favorites to go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Yes. 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 (laughs) And And I also think I don't, you got to remember that each week now is a new season. Yes. Each week is a new season. Throw
0: out everything that happened. It from doesn't matter. Everything blah blah, and we're looking at from here from this past week forward.
1: And I'm not superstitious. I don't think that Just little, saying little I'm a little stitious. Thank you, Michael Scott. Now we have to pay NBC royalties because of your little bit there. It's okay. Peacock is free. We're fine. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm not superstitious in that I don't think that. You saying Kansas City is the favorite to win the Super Bowl?
0: It's a fact. Gonna, it's gonna,
1: he's gonna fucking ruin anything? It's I, a gambling I know, fact. I don't <laughs> think that. I, but I'll also wear the same underwear and the same shirt every single My Sunday. Same
0: sweatshirt and my same hat and my same socks and my same.
1: So <laughs> if we can avoid saying it going forward, I would appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, so Kansas City is the. Fucking. Fi- <laughs> I quit. No, so we'll just kind of work our way down. There's a couple interesting things I want to highlight, but otherwise, I mean, I, so first off, Chicago played New Orleans. New Orleans kicked the shit out of them. Good. Next. Next, next game. <laughs> Chicago was exactly who we thought they were. Yep. Not a good team. They nope. didn't belong in the playoffs. Nope. Moving, for, moving on. Um, Indianapolis at Buffalo is a fascinating game to think about because of all the, the talk out in the sports world is that Buffalo – is the team that can beat the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs have already annihilated the Bills in the regular season? That was a different team.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think um actually Josh Josh uh, Allen was hurt and or or coming back from shoulder or something. Even
0: though the game before that he had almost fifty pass attempts, and even though in the game after the Chiefs game he had almost he had forty plus pass attempts, his shoulder was hurt.
1: I'll leave if you hand me my fedora.
0: Yeah, uh, but anyway, but uh, but Buffalo Buffalo barely won this game against the Colts. And, I know we watched it together. We watched a lot of it together. How,
1: how did it... I, I forgot how it ended because it came... They only, they only won by three points. They only won by three points. And it
0: came down to, to the wire, didn't it? Or It, it came down to... Play? So, so a couple of things happened. Uh, Buffalo, it was only like 10 to 7 going into halftime. So it was a v- big yeah. defensive game. Both sides really couldn't get anything going. And then the second half happened and Buffalo kind of came out to a lead. Uh, what screwed the Colts, two big things screwed the Colts. One, they're, they're wonderful beautiful kicker Rodrigo something or another Blankenship I Blankenship. Think? Yeah. Uh, missed a field goal. That's right. And cost them three points that would have tied this game. Yeah. And then they were pat, uh, at, later in the game. They were Indianapolis Colts were past midfield into the, then uh, to the, like their side of the field. Yeah. And elected to punt. And when it was like fourth and two, when it was like, no, you should have just gone for, it. like, go for it. Like, nothing yeah. you're doing is blah blah blah. But yes, it did. Um, Buffalo had the ball. They they could have totally just iced the game, got rid of it. Instead, they punted, gave the ball with gave the ball back to you know who, Mister Moonface, Mister Comeback himself, Philip Rivers. You don't want you don't want to be down two minutes left, down three points. And Philip Rivers couldn't do it. A better quarterback would have beat the Buffalo Bills easily, I think. Are you saying Phillip Rivers is not a good quarterback? I'm saying Phillip Rivers is a washed quarterback. Huh. Um, but yeah, uh, I hate to say it. You know, again, this is, we're talking about the playoffs. We're, talking, we're not talking about anything that happened before this. We're talking about from here on. Is she in here? Yeah. Okay, good. I was worried she – oh, boy. Um, but yes, a good quarterback, an elite quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes, blah, 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 take your pick would have beat buffalo in this shit i think josh allen would have beat him if he was on the other side i think so and even josh allen had and what what screwed i i am remembering all this now because i watched a little bit of this game again Um, we missed on that last possession for buffalo josh allen took a stupid stupid sack of like 20 yard sack and fumbled the ball and buffalo jumped on it oh boy if Indianapolis would have jumped on that ball, it would have been on the Colts' side of the field.
1: Yeah, different, uh, different game, different
0: game. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But uh, but yes, Buffalo came dangerously close to losing this game. Buffalo, one of their first playoff wins in what like twenty five years Since or something ninety six. Like yeah, so so huge game for them. I'm happy they're moving on. I like that. I like Josh Allen a lot. I like this story a lot. Um, but they are going to go on and face the winner of Baltimore, and Tennessee. Baltimore won twenty to thirteen again just barely beat a really bad yeah. Tennessee defense. Not a lot of points either. Not a lot of points. Again, 20, 20, 20 to 13. Lamar uh, threw a interception and then had a rush of like 50 yards for a touchdown that broke open the game yeah it was a good uh, um, uh it was a pretty good rush it was uh, it was
1: not his best rush i don't know why people say it was his best rush ever
0: i think maybe because it's a playoff type of thing I guess, you know yeah but uh but that was the big deciding factor in this game when tennessee's defense much like they showed last playoff last uh year in the wild card round or divisional round um showed that they can play baltimore's offense very well yeah they held besides that big run they held, they them, held them pretty they, well They stopped, They. stopped clamped down. They were very tight. They they played everything the way they should have, and then they gave up that one one big rush, and that was it. That was the game. Yep. Um, but kudos to Baltimore's defense. They shut down Derrick Henry. Derrick, Derrick Henry had like 40 yards, I believe. Yeah. And because of that, like we talked about, Ryan, Ryan Hill was amazing off the play action. Can't get the run game going. He can't get the play action going. Hill screwed. And Tennessee couldn't get anything going, as, as evident, by they only scored 13 points. Um, Baltimore is going on to play Buffalo, which we'll talk about next week's games here in a second. Um, Los Angeles at Seattle is another just bananas game. I don't think it
1: is. I think this was Seattle going back to form and, and their defense. And,
0: and that's what I want to say is that I, I, I think it's a bananas game because uh, a lot of people have picked Seattle to kind of win this game. I think even we, we were thinking more the Rams could take this game based but on their, they defense could for like sure. That. Yeah. Uh, which they did. The Los Angeles defense took this game over and just, with every issue that seattle's had this year last year everything offensive line bad play calls conservative play calls too aggressive play calls bad defense came to bite them in the ass in this game and uh, russell wilson was sacked multiple times by the monster himself aaron donald as well as how great that uh, another big rusher of the rams um, got to seattle a lot but i think the biggest storyline of this game is that the rams beat the, the seahawks with without a healthy quarterback John Wolford started the game, yep. knocked out with a, with a concussion. Um, Jared Goff had had surgery the week before and was likely wasn't ready to go. There are many times whenever he would like get tackled, fall to the ground, he would actively like prevent himself from putting his right hand out um, when people were giving him high fives. He would hold his arm away and <laughs> yes. high five only with his left hand. So you had a guy who, you had, Rams did not have a healthy quarterback and still beat the Seattle Seahawks at home.
1: There was no receiver who had over a hundred yards in that game. So clearly Which both quarterbacks lot. were not playing
0: their best no, football. It was it was a bad, brutal game. Cam Akers had 131 yards, so that that kind of lets you know what was going on. I mean, I, I think um Sean McVay was protecting Jared Goff a lot. You know what I mean? So And and
1: that's the thing is they let they even knowing Goff can't throw right, they still right. let Cam Akers run for over 130 yards on him. So right.
0: I don't know. So that says a lot. So Los Angeles won that game. Um uh, the next big game was a Tampa Bay at Washington. This game we had talked about was gonna be probably a shocking game because of how good the Washington defense was, and the Washington defense hung in there, man. They
1: lost. They only lost by a score. They, they lost by, by eight, eight points. Eight
0: points and with Henneke or with whatever his t- name. With Taylor Tyler, Taylor Henneke, the widest name you can think who of. Who only started one other game in his four years in the league. This motherfucker, whenever they, whenever the Washington football team called him to to play football with them was getting his engineering degree at a college. Yeah. <laughs> had, to yeah. Te- had to tell his professors, hey, the Washington football team called me to be their quarterback. I got to come in and play. So for for Washington to hang with Tampa Bay this much does not bode well for what I think is going to be a fantastic game against the New Orleans Saints next week.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, for the Bunketeers.
0: And, and let it be known, the Bucs and, and New Orleans have played each other twice this season already with one pretty dominating game in one brutally dominating game by the set by the New Orleans Saints yes
1: and I mean okay Brady did throw for almost 400 yards that was good but he was kind of forced to he was kind of forced 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 to to throw because again Washington kept it closer than it should I know one of their touchdowns was kind of a garbage time touchdown but still closer than than it should have been with T -T Henneke out there yeah
0: I, I would not feel good as a as a Tampa Bay fan, seeing this game, knowing sure that Washington's uh, defense is pretty damn good, but with how little they have on the offensive side of the ball for Washington, that that, that, that kind of worries me. Especially now that the New Orleans Saints probably are getting the band back together, they finally got all, ever, all the pieces on the field offensively yep. for the Saints. So. Thomas scored a touchdown. In so yeah, you know. and he got slime too. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then the the last wonderful marquee matchup of the, of the night The end Ooh, super wildcard weekend. Cleveland Browns played the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland winning 48 to 37. And talk about super. This was a super fantastic game, uh, a game where um, because of injuries, because of COVID Cleveland didn't even have their, their coach able to coach them to be the, be at the game. Yeah. He had to be at home. Um, and I, I think, I think Baker had an anecdote
1: that he introduced himself to a starting lineman yeah. the day <laughs> the of the day game. Day of the game. Yeah, so that's because they, they've been kind of ravaged. Ooh, and so
0: clear. that's that's something to watch out for this coming week as the as everything gets ready for the, the divisional round and everything like that. But big storyline of this game is that the Steelers had five turnovers in this game. Big Ben threw four interceptions and
1: they, and and the Browns scored on four of them or all 20, five, 24 points, 24 so, points
0: off of those turnovers. So three touchdowns and a field goal. They punted one time off a turnover, but half of their
1: points came off those turnovers.
0: And that's, that's the big thing I want to highlight about this game is that yes, hats off to, to how well uh, Cleveland played and did, but there were long stretches of this game where um, Cleveland, I think I sent, sent the screenshot to Bry Guy of the second uh, half uh, just uh, possessions drive, and it was Cleveland punt, Cleveland punt, Cleveland punt, Cleveland punt. Um, if it wasn't for the turnovers in this game, I, I think it goes a, a way different way. But again, this is a, a big thing that's, that we're going to watch in the offseason uh, with the Steelers is that Big Ben... Looked bad. I mean, he looked awful. He was overthrowing, under throwing. He just made bad decisions all night. I mean, yes, he threw for 500 yards, but I mean, he had to, they only scored 37, you know, only, I'm sorry, quote, unquote, only scored yes. 37 points to 48. You they know They I mean? had to throw for 500 yards because they, they were turning the ball over every <sighs> other never. snap. And then again, you want to talk about like with Seattle, we talked about all the issue long and even two, two three season long issues. All the, all the issues this season came to roost for the, for the Steelers. Um, multiple drops. They couldn't get the run game going. Um, Big Ben just again looked like shit. I, I and I don't know if Big Ben's issues are like a physical issue with like his his elbow not feeling good, blah blah, blah or if it's a, or if it's a, like a, a, a phys, like a mental issue. You know what I mean? Just thinking about raping somebody. Probably. Again. Thinking about thing about the rape and his raping arm. That's probably his raping arm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Ben uh, raped a woman in the bathroom. Um, but um, so and that, that's what like a lot of the issues with Big Ben. It's that. He just looks so bad. You know what I mean? Good. But do you think
1: it's his last season? I think
0: it's 100% his last season. Um, Because next year, for the Steelers, probably, likely. And in, oh, hopeful, you think hopefully, he's going to we'll stay watch. in the league, though? Man, I, I don't know. I think of this season, it's kind of like, dude, <laughs> you don't have it anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, because next season, uh, his cap hit for the Steelers is $41 million. That's like his age. There is no way the Steelers are going to... like. I, I just think we're going to see a big reckoning, I think, with the Steelers this year. Um, because they this they came into this game just looking totally out of sync, you know. Just they looked like they weren't on the same page at all. It was a pretty baffling game. I, I'm I'm worried even about Mike Tomlin. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean for being as tenured as he is, he has not had the kind of postseason success you'd want to see out of a coach that's been right. tenured that long. I know. I get that they make it all the time, and they've been winning the AFC North until Baltimore start showed up. It's been kind of no contest for them, right? But uh, yeah, it might be time to look at it. So next week,
0: oh boy, next week's this, this is going to be a fun week. The divisional uh, rounds are here. Um, Saturday and Sunday. So yep. we're going to start with the Saturday games.
1: You stab yourself in the eye with a pencil? No,
0: my contact. Thank Christ!
1: Worry. I, <laughs> we thought we were going to have to quit the <laughs> podcast. So Saturday, L.A. Uh, this is at 2.50, 235 on, uh, no, This is Central time. Oh, that's Central. Yep. Okay, so three thirty-five.
0: They messed with us earlier. They did.
1: Uh, so LA versus Green Bay. It's first game of the weekend. Uh, like you said earlier, I think Green Bay is going to take it, but I am interested to see the LA pass rush because it's always fun to watch.
0: The the one, two bad games that Aaron Rodgers had this season were against phenomenal ferocious pass rushing. Um, and that's not to say that it's
1: some kind of blueprint to be, cause it's Rogers. It's he not, can throw falling not. backwards off of his one foot and hit a right. 50 yard dime.
0: But this season in particular, as Rogers has, he's the man is, he's getting a little older, what? you know, uh, this season. It, it's really interesting. Whenever you break down his statistics, uh, you know, in the pocket versus out of the pocket, his in the pocket, clean passing game is off the charts. Like it's, it's phenomenal. Um, his out of pocket, Um, magic, which again, like Braga said, he makes a couple, he makes several really great plays out of the pocket, but he compared to previous seasons, he's not as good on the run outside the pocket. Right. Yeah. So I I agree with Braga. I think um, especially them losing David Bakhtiari uh, with an ACL injury a couple weeks ago. um, I'm really curious how the Rams are going to play the Packers, but I agree with Braga. I think the Packers are they're they're going to win this game.
1: Yeah, and hope I mean hopefully uh Jared Goff will be feeling better by then cuz I right. I don't want to see some kind of weird domination game that's you know taking place with gimp suits and chains and everything <laughs> out there, but uh I, I want to see a good game of course. Uh, if the Chiefs aren't playing, I don't want it to be lopsided. So Exactly.
0: So so yeah, so I think that's going to be a phenomenal game, but I do think Packers are going to win this game. Uh next game is uh, Saturday night at 7:15. It's Baltimore Ravens playing Buffalo Bills and I think this might be one of the games of the weekend. Much like Cleveland and Steelers of the game of the weekend last weekend. Think I think this could be it. I think this could be it because Baltimore Ravens have a phenomenal defense again built on turning uh not turning uh, yeah, getting turnovers and things like that. Um Baltimore's offense whenever it's cooking um it, it it's one it's a world beater. Whereas Buffalo is primed and ready to go man i i think they've got a lot of fire on their side i think they're they're ready to to show the world what they have but again i think this game is going to come down to are you going to get josh allen making really dumb mistakes like he almost did against the colts yeah. in in a big game giant game like this against a tough defense um so i'm really curious how it's going to go i'm going to give i'm going to le- i lean more towards buffalo in this they've game they've got the edge they've got the seed right so so i, I and plus they're going to have fans there which i think is going to be a big deal for them um, especially, I mean, you know, went in a first playoff game last weekend since '96 uh, yeah. To now, now playing in the divisional round of a game. Um, I, I, I like the matchup in this, in this game quite a bit, like we talked about. Um, Baltimore's defense is phenomenal. I mean, last weekend they shut down Derek Henry quite a bit. Buffalo doesn't have, you know, the best running game in in the world or anything like that. So it's going to come down to a lot of what what can Josh Allen do. I would not be surprised if Josh Allen threw the ball. Fifty times in this game, you yeah, know what I there's mean. There's a good chance it's going to come down to Josh Allen throwing the ball.
1: I am excited to see Buffalo's defense handling Lamar Jackson because, as we've seen many, many times this year, last right. year, if a defense lets him off, lets him go, he, it's hard to come back from right not being, not knowing if Lamar Jackson is going to rush for fifty yards on one play, or if they're going to play action, fake it, and Ingram's going to run right for 50 yards, or if you're going to give him all day in the pocket and he's going to throw deep to Hollywood Brown. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> when you can't contain, when you can't decide what Jackson's doing, right. it's a problem.
0: Tennessee mm-hmm. made it e- easy again, apart they, from they, the one run. Right. They, in they last they, year. Right. They showed basically the blueprint, much like the chargers did in the, in the, in the wild card game two years ago. Uh, the chargers went with in the Tennessee Titans did, and even in this playoff game as well, they went with uh, less big, meaty, big linebackers and put more defensive backs on the field, like smaller, uh, shorter guys. Not small, like smaller, whatever. Uh, but, but guys who are quicker, right? Yep. yep. Um, to basically keep eyes on Deshaun, um, not Deshaun, to Lamar Jackson, things like that. So, so yeah, so I'm curious how Buffalo's going to handle that. They're not good against the rush and they're fine against the pass, but again, they're, they're, they're known for putting points on the board. So um, I think it's going to be a fun matchup. I hope so. So then uh, Sunday, first game Sunday.
1: Or do you want to save this one? Go sun- oh, ahead
0: and talk about it. Okay, so
1: this it. one is the is the world champion, world champion <laughs> defending super, can, super Bowl champions, Kansas say Chiefs, versus the uh, six-seed Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Again, do not give me anxiety attack because it's been right. done before. Six-seeds have usurped.
0: 1s yes, and 2s weird shit happens all the time but, weird shit happens all the time um, I mean like we saw a year ago today it happened in the divisional round where the yes <laughs> where, where the Texans went up to 24 to nothing lead going in the second quarter Anything can happen anything can happen but I think whenever you have an offense like Kansas City if they're cooking if they're moving they can score in a minute like there's nothing that can stop them The only and again so here's the
1: double edged sword uh our starters have been on a bye for 2 weeks Everybody's been on a bye for one week. Our starters, Pat Mahomes hasn't played for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Not that he, I mean, obviously they've been practicing and everything, and it's not that, it's not like he needs a game to warm up for another game. (laughs) Right. But it is going to be interesting to see if that rest is going to get them off to a slower start. Right. Or if it's going to, and I know for the defense, this is probably the case, is it going to just get them fucking hyped to be back out there, well rested, ready to take hits and give hits?
0: Well, for people, I'm, and I'm assuming people who listen to this podcast, they, they understand that. All three of you. We all love three, you. All three of you guys. Mahomes is a deeply, deeply competitive person. He hides it very well. But the man has, <laughs> against the, the Bears in prime time, after, after he dismantled the, the Chicago Bears, counted to 10, signifying that was the spot he was taken whenever the Bears took Mitchell Trubisky before him. Right? Yes. Um, uh, this season, against the Ravens, he counted to, what, 4? Um, because the Raven, or I'm sorry, the NFL players had voted him number four, fourth best player in the league. Yes. So as he put on a show and destroyed the Baltimore Ravens, he counted to four. Um, today, there's a lot of talk about and and during the weeks and things like that about how the Chiefs in the latter half of the season, you know, because you have to look at whenever they're playing tough games on the road against playoff teams. You can't look at the whole season whenever they're destroying teams all over the place. At, at, during the latter half of the season, uh, the Chiefs weren't as efficient. They weren't doing as well. Um, we won't call it stumbles, but we'll call it... They were stumbles. Yeah, right. They were double steps. Interesting things. And there's this really funny thing that happened today that PF Pro Football Focus, PFF, uh, you, we've talked about this before. Chris Collinsworth's company. Yes, they... they, uh, they great players using analytics and other stuff sometimes it's like what other times it's like eh okay but it is i'll say this it's a, it's a standard used by a lot of reporters lot and of people, media right. outlets so what happened this morning was that um uh what was it oh shit well yep. real, okay you got it yeah yeah go ahead
1: oh, i was going to say real quick but you might get to this later he might count to two on his fingers <laughs> yeah. because he was voted as in the second team all yes. pro and with that, that, so Josh yeah, Allen.
0: So there have been two major things that have happened in the past two weeks that I think are going to light a fire under Mahomes. In that, yes, for the All Pro team, um, Aaron Rodgers de- deservedly so yeah, was I think so. was uh, the number one quarterback on first team All Pro. Uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen were both unanimously voted tied for second team quarterback on the All Pro team. So I think that's going to get under his skin quite a bit. I think this thing that was just coming out today. Uh, PFF, grade since week nine, which is the thing I'm railing against so much because I think that's a shitty way to to look at a season and blah, blah, blah. Since week nine, Baker Mayfield's PFF grade is 90.5. Pretty good. Patrick Mahomes is 88.5. So since he could just nine.
1: He could just count to two and cover both bases.
0: Right. Or he could be extremely petty and count to 88.5. I don't know how he's going to do it. He's <laughs> going to pull out an abacus, I guess, and just gonna like get, go. Kelsey's going like, to come
1: over. Tyree's yeah. going to come over.
0: <laughs> But, yeah, but I, I, I. Any way you break down this game, I I don't want to be too overly confident because that bites us in the ass quite a bit. Because we
1: wear the same underwear every game. But,
0: yes, we're, we're very superstitious people. I don't know what Brian was saying. He's not that superstitious. We're superstitious people. <laughs> I played baseball for a long time, and we're we, baseball players are the most super, super, super superstitious people on the planet. You can say stupid, Superstitious. I just. It's an. It, we're not talking about the season anymore. We're talking about playoffs, right? New season, and and it could be yes. These guys maybe come out a little flat, et cetera. That it happened. A lot of mental mistakes and a lot of crazy bad luck happened at the in the whole first quarter against the Texans last year. Yes, and then they came out and scored fifty one fucking points. Yes, I. There is nothing that I can see or understand, unless, again, these things could happen, which hasn't happened yet. Kansas City gives up. Multiple multiple turnovers. I say five. Got to give up At five. At least of them. five turnovers. Um, they get they don't stop anything on the the Cleveland offense side. Which Cleveland has a phenomenal running game. Don't get me wrong. They have they have a two headed monster in Nick Chubb, and Cream Hunt. Um, and I think that's a big point of emphasis with again in the conference AFC conference championship last year, where everyone's talking about Derek Henry is going to run through that Kansas City defense. You kidding me? You kidding me? And he was he didn't do shit. He was fine. Didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I don't want to say that stuff like that's happening, but players are deeply competitive. People like Mahomes are extremely competitive. Matthew on the other side of the ball. Matthew, Frank Clark, Chris Jones. They hear this shit like you don't, <laughs> you don't think they people have Twitter. people hear this stuff. Yeah, they constantly. have Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's bulletin board material, but stuff like this is like prime for like, hey, I, it, it kind of sucks, but look what they're saying about you. You know, so. I'm hoping, yes, that this team is prompt, pumped, ready to go, and ready just to light the world on fire. Um, I'm predicting that this game, much like we've predicted these other games, that Kansas City is going to win by quite a bit. Um, there is nothing on I like. I, I mean, even if you look at last week. The Steelers still put up thirty-seven points against the, the 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 Browns, right? Yeah, it still took five turnovers for the Browns to score half their points. And you I know th- I, th- I do think the Browns will have a big play here and there. I, I They're going to score. Right.
1: It's not going to be. We're not going to shut them out. No, they will score points. They'll they'll likely get into the twenties. Um, but the thing is, is imagine that s- Steelers game, <laughs> right? The Browns had, had, going into the fourth quarter have forty right, points or right. whatever, right? I think the Chiefs are the only team that announcers and people across the nation would would be like if we if we were down and the Browns had forty plus right. points, <laughs> they would say, "Well, if you a team can come back, the Chiefs can come back." So, I mean,
0: the same thing happened last year, and again, I referenced that divisional playoff game against the Texans. Where they were down 24 or nothing. We were losing our minds at the bar, just like we were we, were. we were ready to leave. We're screwed. By the end of the first quarter. But I, I saw this funny thing this morning where someone was saying that, yeah, even if you go into halftime and the Browns are up by what, by 20, 10, 20 points. So that's, that's all we did last yes. year in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So uh, Cleveland's defense is very bad. Again, one of the main things I see potentially going wrong, my, my likeliest scenario of something going wrong. Is the Chiefs played down to the Browns? Yep. And down to Brown? Um, I'm what, always that's down, what to, down yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you call the first poop of the morning of the day. down to Brown. <laughs> we don't do bits on this podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Is Yeah, they played down to the Browns. <laughs> and they don't play as well as they need to. They're a little flat, et cetera. But I think, I mean, you saw in the playoff games last year, man, they were fired up and ready to go, even having a bye. You know what I mean? There's a different energy uh, in the playoffs. And
1: I don't think, even if we do come out flat that first quarter, right. I think after that you can expect – if if not three quarters the second right. half
0: and, and I think also like we talked about the Chiefs had an advantage because they kept the core of their team their coaching staff through you know through the off season, through yes. COVID et cetera helps yes the Browns not winning a playoff game since like 1980 or 1990 or being in a playoff game since 90, 1994 95. Or 95 not winning a road playoff game since 1969 <laughs> um, before the merger mind you yes the the AFL NFL merger. Um, I just think the Browns have a lot of, they're going to come in with a lot of injury. They're going to be fired up, but I just think they're, they're just not ready for the a chiefs playoff team. You know what I mean? And uh, as, as
1: a quick last wrap up point here, right. cause I'm sure if there are Browns fans listening to this, which, Hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. You know, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, here you have a great city. That's, it's a weird shade of Brown all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it might be pollution. Look into that, but I can hear them screaming through Twitter and, and through their speakers. Right that if Stefanski was there, it would have been even worse for the Steelers. Maybe. I but guess I what? I Stefanski
0: was there for seven, 16 games Yep,
1: and in the season. And
0: uh, you forget, won a bunch of them. Yeah, let's not forget. The last game of the season was against the Steelers. Yep, And they lost against the Steelers backups. Yep. So, again, okay. we're, ta- we're not talking about that. Hey, games. that was Mason Rudolph. It's true. So, <laughs> uh, so. And then final game, uh, oh, yeah, we Sunday, Sunday game. Night Football, <laughs> is Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Uh, Again, they've met each other twice a season, Tampa opened up the season against uh, each other. Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, uh, New Orleans dominated that game, and then the next time they played, Tampa Bay only scored three points the next time they played. Uh, New Orleans controlled that game, dominated that game. Um, The only thing I will say is that beating a team three times in a row in the same season is tough. It's going to be hard. It's very tough. Right? Um, But I, I think... New Orleans defense put on a clinic against Chicago, which isn't the hardest thing in the world. Um, I think they're primed and ready to go. They're built to to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Um, as well as on the offensive side of the ball, they finally got it all together. Um, Thomas Camara, Thomas is back. Breeze. Camara's back. Breeze is doing his thing. Um, so I, I think it's I think they're primed and ready to go. I this this might be my coin flip of the of the of the picks. I guess you know what I mean. And then I could easily see this going both ways because the Tampa Bay offense that played the last time against the saints are a little bit different um, because now they're running more of like Brady short passes, play action type stuff. You know what I mean? More that's what is in his forte. Um, So that might combat the, the pass rush and everything of the saints. But I still think, I I still think I favor the saints in this game.
1: I think I do too. But again, and I know this is, I mean, the the horse at this point, we're just beating a skeleton. <laughs> but you really can never count out Tom Brady no, in the playoffs.
0: Not until he is dead and buried, I think.
1: Yeah, so uh, it is going to be interesting. I think, like you said, three times in one season is tough. Um, and I'm sure that that is on the mind of the Buccaneer players, coaching staff, that this is – I mean, that's the perfect story. They lost twice in the season, and then they win the postseason game. So – right uh but yeah i think somebody i mean one of those teams gonna be playing the packers likely so (laughs) i guess it doesn't really matter at that point i guess people want to see either uh, what's what's great about that to me because likely golf will not make it no so what's great about that to me is that you have three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time uh, especially in the modern era right you have three of them and they're Two Of them are going to play each other, yeah. Grant guaranteed. Oh, wow! I don't want to say guaranteed, we'll know by right. Sunday, <laughs> right? But uh, and I think that's a lot of fun for the NFC. And I think it is on the AFC side, you have the four youngest quarterbacks to ever that's right. Start a you, you have this new, new
0: era, new blood coming in that I'm, I'm pumped to see. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, where you can you find us, bright guy?
1: Well, you can email us, tell us what you think about the, the old farts or the young whippersnappers. That's that right, debates on fans at gmail.com. Again. Every Monday, episodes came out. We just dissected three wishes, and we monkey pot them on the last episode. That's right. Uh, a lot of fun, so check that out. Um, You can find us on Twitter, Debates on Tap. Look, if I don't go in, if I ever ad-lib <laughs> in the middle of these, I lose it, and I have to find the train again. That's right. So Twitter is at Debates on Tap, and you can find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. That's right. And don't forget GrindCoffeeCompany.com. That's right. Use promo code DEBATESONTAP15. 15% off your entire
0: order. That's right. Go get some beans, baby. Beans, beans. Yeah. And then one last note, uh, on the Twitter, we have a bunch of fun polls coming up from uh, from Brian's Would You Rather portion of the episode on from Monday. So... If you're not familiar with that, go listen to the episode and then go to our Twitter and vote on some polls. That'll be up every day. So hopefully, I create many screaming matches within households. And yeah, I've already gotten texts and then responses on Twitter about this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's going to create a lot of fun dialogue, especially as we get to the further ones. Good. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Go cheese.